Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can't win anything with kids. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. How much are the players looking forward to Arsene Wenger arriving? <laughs> <laughs> Rush going to the left now. Onside, Ian Rush. Liverpool take the lead. John Pemberton, a lovely run early on. And a chance for Barber. And Venison, and it's a shot. And it's there by Bright. Daunton to Venison. Right across the goal, McMahon. Oh, it's there. It's 2 2. This is Ashton. Scaloni's up on the right-hand side. Oh, and Hayward's in a great position in the middle, and it's going to be an own goal! It's an own goal! West Ham have taken the lead. It's Jamie Carragher coming in there. Oh, and he's got it! 
Gibriel Cisse gets a goal back for Liverpool, and what a cup final we've got here now. Well, what about this pass, John? Absolutely brilliant pass over Scaloni. Fantastic technique, much criticised throughout the season, Cisse, for the, the wastefulness of his chances and the number of chances he has to score. But this is a brilliant goal from him. Reese has played it short to Gerard. He can't make room for the shot. This is Alonso. Two players far post. Here comes Gerard. It's 2 2. It's Steven Gerard for Liverpool. What a match we have here. They've come from 2 0 down, and this is a spectacular finish. They, had, they overloaded the far post, Liverpool, and when it came to Gerard. What a strike, Mark Lawrenson. Scaloni filled down the fourth official has got the board. Reese's cross. Oh, it's four minutes. Gerard! He's got it! Oh, Steven Gerard! Just when he looked injured and out of it, and equalised for Liverpool. With 90 minutes gone, it's 3 3 in surely the best cup final of modern times. The ball gets played in from Reese's cross. Down it comes, and he just says, I'm just going to hit it regardless. What a goal this is. Shaka Hislop got down to his right, but he couldn't get near it. It's like Istanbul all over again for Liverpool. They've got back to 3-3. Hold tight. Oh, it's a poor penalty. It's a poor penalty. Liverpool are 2-1 up with three penalties taken. John Arna Reese's shot in Istanbul was saved. Alan Pardew hopes that Shaka Hislop can save this one. But he can't. Straight down the middle. Now then, it's 3-1 Liverpool and Anton Ferdinand has got a score. If he doesn't score from this, Liverpool have won the cup. They have won the cup. Pepe Reina is the hero. On this week's show, we will be having a look back at the mother of all domestic cups, the FA Cup. Christmas is over, the New Year's in full swing, and the magic of the FA Cup is about to start. The wonderful weekend where non-league teams can dream and names can be made. The great leveller, the FA Cup third round weekend. I'm going to start off asking you guys with your most magical FA Cup moments. For me, there is that Man United versus Palace 3-3. The Giggs goal, but my fondest memory, non-Man United, was the 1997 game Chesterfield 3, Middlesbrough 3. That's where Kevin Davis made his name, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a semi-final. Uh, Old Trafford was the scene. Uh, Chesterfield looked really good, and they went 2-0 up at the initial stage. Um, but Borough had a strong reply. They pulled their sleeves up, got in. Robbie Mustard, I think he mentioned it when we spoke to him about that game. Uh, bringing it back to 2-2. Seemed like it was in the bag going on for a 3-2. And then there's a last-minute equaliser for Chesterfield. And then it equaled into a uh, a replay, which they lost 3-0 at, at the um, return leg. But, I mean, it had everything. It was goal scores. There was goals disallowed. There was a, a game-changing decision by um, Ellery. Um, he rolled, ruled out a goal for Chesterfield that should have been allowed. So, VAR was there now. Borough would have gone out, you know, if that was the case. It's, so, for me, I'll start with you, Harper. What was your biggest upset or biggest memory of the... Uh... Probably my biggest memory early memory of the FA Cup was uh Gazza's free kick against Arsenal I don't really much remember much before that if I'm honest in the FA Cup and obviously well we spoke about Gascoigne before obviously Arsenal were pretty they got to a few cup finals in the ni- early 90s 
Yeah, they were a good side. But the most the, the most successful team in the FA Cup. Add that to your to your line. Also, yeah, the well, they... giant killing. Rex, was it Wrexham that knocked you out? Ninety one was it in the FA Cup? Do you remember that yeah, one? Right. Well, why are you bringing that up for? I'm just, just reminding you. You know, biggest oh, upset. Right. <laughs> United had one of them run that time as well. No, the, the biggest upset with us is maybe Pompey. Or, well, you know, that's probably the, the biggest upset we had, not Wrexham. What know. about when Everton spanked you in the final, you mug, in 95? Was it Paul Rideout, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one slipped your memory, did it, Mickey? Let's well, go. yeah, yeah. Well, Thank no you. one lost the Vauxhall Motors, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember clearly I got done by them. Yeah. I mean, just jogged a, a memory there. I think when he said about Man United getting spanked by a lower league side, I think he's referring to the League Cup, aren't you, against York City? Yeah. When they done Man United at Old Trafford. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. League Cup, not FA Cup. No, no, no. Um, yeah, my memory goes back quite far to 1990 plus. 92 is my first one. That was the final um, Liverpool um, Sunderland. Probably you guys don't remember that one, but yeah, that's my first one. But. A third rounds now they're hard to remember to be fair. Um, it's when you get into the quarters, the semis, that's when you start remember. I'm I'm guessing Paul, you're gonna go back to that famous gigs um goal against uh, Arsenal at um Villa Park. But yeah, yeah, uh, mem- going back for memories, yeah. 92 is my first one I, I actually remember. Liverpool two, Sunderland nil. My earliest memory for the FA Cup would obviously be Wimbledon, but after that, away from Wimbledon, would be the Sheffield. Derby, I think it was in 93. I just remember the day with the build-up, Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield United in the semi-finals and all the colours and stuff like that, the rivalry. Two good teams at the time as well, the, the Sheffield teams. Mm. Yeah, yeah we, so. we, we spoke about uh, we spoke about the Steel Derby to Kevin Pressman. Yeah. And, um, he said that was game of death. Like, he said that was massive. I just remember the build-up and, and like we said in episodes a couple of weeks back, the road to Wembley and it was the whole day. Yeah, so seeing seeing them two giants at the time go against each other. I, I think what, Waddle... I, I was probably just about 10 at the time. So that's probably one of my earliest memories mm. of the FA Cup that made me think, wow, this is this is something special. Well, you got, you got, got to watch Waddle's goal in that cup final. Yeah, free kick, Lee. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I remember it, yeah. Uh, ride out. Against, I mean, obviously, I love United getting beat at all times, so it would stick in my mind. But Everton, yeah, when Everton shocked, shocked uh, the world and won the FA Cup against United. What year um, was it, Dave? 95. Was would you say that was a massive shock? Yeah, well, you, well, you wouldn't say it was a shock, no? 95, Everton. No, I wouldn't say so. I think that was, it was, they beat us, but I, I wouldn't call it like a massive shock personally. Well, I mean, was May United not the favourites then? Well, yeah, but there's favourites, but it weren't, it weren't like a... You're, I think you're almost saying it's like Wrexham against Arsenal in that no, game. No, no, no. That's funny how you pick that team up. You just pick Wrexham out about 90, 94 clubs. He's loving Wrexham, boy. Yeah. yeah. But that's, it's, it's one of the biggest shocks in FA Cup history. That's, that's They were like three leagues below you. Yeah, yeah you that was. Yeah, of course it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm not talking about that. May United were expected to win. And it was a great day for football. When May United lose, it is a great day for football. So that so off, off my top of my head, that's as probably as far back as I can go. Five. So you uh, lost the Arsenal league Blackburn, and the yeah. cup. Yeah, but we did. But Eric Cantona, Conchalskis, and Cole were all out of that game. So the, our three big starters were all uh, suspended or injured. Yeah. Sorry? Again, chuck money at it to fix it. When they when they when they got rid of Ince and Hughes, did they bring in a load of players for loads of money, or was it just like like free transfers and stuff or class of '95 or something I like that? Know. I'm going to try and stay away from just talking about Man United and Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> People were going to get a bit sick of hearing it. I was uh, gutted when West Ham lost against Liverpool. That was such well, a good I, final. Let, what a good yeah, final that was. Let's go on to that, that then. I mean, is that the best final the FA Cup's ever seen? In, in, well, in Gerard, our time? he was sick in that game, to be fair. He was... Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Gerard in that game, what he'd done for Liverpool anyway, that was him in, that was him in a nutshell. He'd done, it, he'd done it against AC Milan in Istanbul. That was him. Like, we're, we're going to go on to do an England thing. And for me, Stephen Gerrard is, is the most complete midfielder England has ever produced. And, and, I'll, and I'll argue to the cows come over about that with anyone. Um, and in that game, he, he done it. You know, he picked, he dragged his team out from the brink of defeat, and just you know, magic. That, that, yeah, it was a brilliant final. That was three three. That's exactly what you want in a cup final for me. He was he was injured. I remember when he scored. Was it, was it the, the to equalise or the winning goal? When he was injured, wasn't he? He was sent it to extra time, didn't it? Yeah, he sent it. Yeah. it just, he was on. He was on the floor five minutes before. Got up and then managed to smash a goal into the back of the net. And I mean, yeah, I mean that was. I remember watching that, and I don't obviously have much uh, love for Liverpool. But I remember watching that and just thinking, God, I'm watching this is one of the best finals of football I've seen, not just in the FA Cup. I, I know yeah. West Ham played out their skins that day as well. Oh, I don't, you yeah. got to give it to for those players that they played out their skins in that final. You get a lot of big name players that turn up at finals and, and can't deal with the pressure. So for a team of the level of West Ham and the players to all turn up on that day, you've got to take your out of them. Uh, to be honest, the, the one Miller mentioned, it, it does ring a bell because um, it was, um, I remember the Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday, but I actually remember the final. I'm sure it was a replay against Arsenal and Arsenal nicked yeah, it, it was. midweek. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it I, was. I remember that. Yeah, I remember David Earth awesome. scoring as well. Look at yeah, Rain Man going memories. again with his bloody 90s memory there. I remember Di Matteo's goal for Chelsea very, very early off the that bar was, and in the back of the net. That was Middlesbrough, wasn't it, the final? Yeah, that yeah. Is that, that. is that still the quickest goal of FA Cup history, that? Because it was at the time. I think Louis Saha is the quickest goal. Yeah, for Everton against Chelsea after 25 seconds. I remember um, still, I know we were in the 90s, dipping into the noughties to the 2010s. I remember Man United Millwall. I remember actually watching that. I remember Millwall got to the final. Yeah, they had a, they got quite, I think it's one of the easiest um, rounds they went for. I, did, I don't think they played a Premier League club on the build up to that. Um, oh, didn't they? I do remember that though. I remember Mill getting to the finals. Yeah. yeah. Tim Cahill, and that's how he made his big move, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Oh, them, yes, right, yeah. But yeah, no, this, I, 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 I jotted down now, Harper and Graham Miller as well will know this. This is a magic of the cup, right? This is, this is what it does for people. DJ Campbell, you boys know him better than I do. You know, a lot of you know him really well. Playing for Yedin. Wasn't he? And he was on BBC yeah. uh, in, in the third round. They got to the third round, and then he got his move to Brentford, and then he went on to have a great career playing in the Premier League with Blackpool. That's what the FA Cup does for people. Was it? Yeah. Did he score? He, I don't know. If he scored. He, I don't know if he scored in them ones or he scored. He played them again when he was at Brentford and scored two, and that was on that was on BBC as well. Yeah. The season after, I think, when he signed for Brentford. That's what I mean. That's what the cup does for people. You know what I mean? He was playing at Yedin. You know what I mean? Probably. You know, just you know, not going to go. And then you just get, you get his moment comes. Do you and, know how he got his move to Brentford? No, go on. The fans chose him. They because Brentford won a Coca-Cola thing, and they get a million pound to spend on a player of oh, the I fans choosing, that. and the fans chose him off the back of that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that for me. That's what it's all about. You know what I mean? That is what is. That's what the FA Cup is all about for me. So I say once you start getting to the semis and you've got. I haven't in my team, obviously, but if you've got City, Chelsea, um, United and Liverpool, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really asked. But if you had, um, like a, like you said, a Chesterfield, 
in the semi-final. You know what I mean? I, I can get up for that. You know, I can watch them. Yeah, but, just think, oh, that. Cup yeah but if it was a Chesterfield versus a Burnley, you ain't, you ain't watching the FA Cup final. What? Maybe not now. Maybe not yeah. now. Back in the day, you would have done, wouldn't you? Yeah. I was saying, it's, but now it's, the, 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 it's the glamorised at the, at the early rounds, but I think unless a top four club is like what you've just said, viewing figures are never nowhere near as good for... for like, I say, like I said in the other pod as well, you know, like when a team gets to like a Yedin or a Taggart play of Havoc and Waterlooville and they do the double-page spread, double spread in the paper, the yeah. day before, it, shows, it shows them with their families and, and their day jobs and all this sort of stuff. I love all that. I love all It'll that. He had a few write-ups. He was farmer at... Um... Arsenal at the old Highbury. Yeah. yeah, he was there. He'd done Swansea for having a Waterlooville. And then they had Liverpool after Swansea. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think nowadays, though, like the big boys in the Premier League have like demised the FA Cup? Well, do you know I'd what? say the it's, Champions it's, League's done that. Well, this came up um, when we spoke, I think one of the early ones, I mean, the, the, the first episode we did back that you mm. were around for. And I said, I think the League Cup's a better competition than the FA Cup now. And everyone disagreed with me. But I said the FA Cup really now, teams put out their second string team. It's not the cup it once was. Everyone wants to get into the F, into the um, Europe. And I think the I think the, the League Cup over the last 10, 15 years has been a much more entertaining competition than the FA Cup. Yeah, no, like I say, I, I, I think they can do things to bring it back, though. I honestly think they do. They can. They can make it on its own day. Fucking playing the final on a five o'clock after Premier League games, that's ridiculous. I, I can't have that. Well, that's I, I, I still think, I, I think the FA Cup can be saved. I honestly think, I think it can. What's happened to the FA Cup and how would you revamp it? Uh, I'll start with you, Holland, then, because you seem to think it's it's something that you can revive. So, um... like I say, you, you, you speak to everyone, all of us boys, and anyone, you speak to them, I never really hear anyone like do the FA Cup down. The final has to be at Wembley. You can't have the road to Wembley and all that sort of stuff standing, oh, the road to Wembley signs, and we're going to Wembley while you're standing at Wembley. I can't have that. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, it has to be at neutral grounds again. I like the villa. I remember it was a villa and it was at uh, Hillsborough, wasn't it? Yeah, that's brilliant. I know they used people used to moan when it was two London teams having to go there and all this sort of crap, but it, it is what it was. And that, that, so that's, for me, that's... And, like, again... Yeah, and then I say the final being played on a, on a Premier League game day is 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 a joke. I'm sorry, it's a joke, and it's all just to fit in everything these schedules and all this stuff. Uh, I'm not having it. You should have it on its own weekend and make and bring back the big build up. Bring yeah, back the, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning, it, the program starts. You speak to every player and his dog, everything. You know, you rip the arse out of the out of the coverage, and then it's it's played at three o'clock. You wear the moody white suits with the sunglasses, the Spice Boys. Bring all that back. The thing is, when we were when we were kids, I mean, I've referred about I've referred about this a few times about this, you know, the Sky and cable and the terrestrial mm. television. It's hard. Um, obviously, when I was a young child, like yourself, self, it was um, like Dave said, ten o'clock in the morning. It was an all day thing, all the way through. You watch it with your father, or your mother, or your siblings, etc. Now you're quite easy. You can flick over. Uh, you can go on your, your mobile phone and have a flick. You're not really interested, like Dave said. Now you've got uh, you've got the FA Cup final an hour, just on for an hour after a, a Premier League game. It's quite an insult, really. How do you revive it? I don't know. I don't know how you revive it. Do you start making teams play their full size from round three? How do you manage that? I mean, how can you prove they're not playing that. their full squads? I, I, I really don't know. Uh, when you're talking about the League Cup and FA Cup, I would always go for the FA Cup because the League Cup was sort of a nothing cup when we were kids. None of us came into school the next morning and said, did you watch the League Cup final? Because barely any of us had Sky. 
Um, it was always an FA Cup thing. But yeah, like like they said, you can revive it, but you know, you jump in, lads. How the, how the hell do you do it in this day and age? How the hell do you revive the FA Cup? Uh, years ago, it was the you know it first up with the top six clubs maybe putting out a reserve or uh, rotating their squad. I'm not going to say reserve because there's a 24 man squad. They would put out a slightly weaker team maybe. But in the last 10 years, you've got Tottenham uh, who haven't won a trophy since God knows when putting out their B team. You've got- I can't believe they do that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you've got teams like Newcastle, Tottenham, yeah. West Ham, Everton, all these teams. They should be going for the League Cup, FA Cup as their priority. Agreed. And yeah, hope so to get much, your... There's so much money involved now in staying in the, in the Premier League. So teams like Newcastle, or not Tottenham, because I don't think they'll ever get relegated, but teams like Newcastle, um, look, I'm just using them as an example. Like, they have... If they've got... If they're playing, say, FA Cup Saturday against, say, Man City away, and on Tuesday night, they're at home to... Um, like Crystal Palace, just mm. an example. Right, you're. I think you're. This day and age, the chairman and, and well, the manager's probably thinking, look, fuck the FA Cup. We, we. They probably uh, are. They probably are because yeah, the money that's in there. Yeah, yeah, Man City. Because look, we we probably won't get much change out of Man City, but we've got to think Crystal Palace is on Tuesday night, and then three points are massive. Yeah, but, but winning breeds confidence, Steve. Like if you're if you're playing if you're playing against the championship team, a, a League One team, get the, the players on early, kill the game off, and then give the reserves or the subs on the fringe their chance. Kill the game off early. This this is what I can't understand. Why mid-table teams that need to start getting a run of games or reserve teams or not relegation battle teams, they need confidence. So put those players out and let them get a feel of the ball against a lesser team to get their confidence up. Well, but you're going to drop them and bring the subs in. How's, how's that get their confidence? No wonder me, they're in relegation. Sorry, let me use Wigan as an example. So none of us are Wigan fans. But I reckon you go and ask the Wigan fans would they rather win the FA Cup or stay in the Premier League. It'd be interesting to know what the split would be. Because they, they were the last team I can remember who used the FA Cup and went for the FA Cup in every round to the detriment of losing the Premier, losing their status in the Premier League. You know, So this is what it goes back to. I've always said, and I said in the last one we spoke about... But do you, do you really think that one game, that one knockout game, is going to affect yes. over the whole season? Yes, these are one-off one off games. Yes, it does. You, you, plan, you plan for a season. You plan for the season. doesn't matter. You're, it's proven. It, it, the, the, the FA Cup games have a, a, a negative effect on teams, seemingly, that go for it. They, they struggle the, the following weekend. I reckon if you looked at the stats from these... Maybe, Paul, maybe on, on the teams that are playing in Europe as well, and, and their fixture list is quite congested. But the teams that are having three weeks off over internationals and Champions League duties and stuff like that, surely they're playing their full team. For me, yes, I agree with you. I don't disagree with anything you're saying in terms of that. that that's, but this is part of the reason. I mean, people are quick to say about the FA Cup being like, you know, the, the, Premier, the being after a Premier League game and all this other stuff. But I, I also think the clubs have caused that because if the clubs are putting out reserve teams in their midweek fixtures in the FA Cup, then the TV companies aren't going to be like, well, it's not, it's devalued the cup slightly. So it, it's a knock on effect. Um, can you revamp it? Yes. 
you get rid of the fourth place in the Champions in the Premier League for the Champions League, and you give it to the F, to the FA Cup winners. Personally, I think if you yeah, if you, that's what that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Would, yeah. Do you think that would work if we if we took away fourth place Champions League spot, gave it to the FA Cup winners, and uh, then would everyone then go for that? Possibly, but then the relegation teams might not because they're not fighting for Champions League spots. They're trying fighting to stay up. So there's catch twenty two, isn't it? Imagine if we could, we could go on to win the FA Cup in two thousand and fourteen or whenever it was, and no. they were in the Champions League. The money alone in that competition, just getting in the in the knockout games, if they got through to the knockout games, I mean it's huge. I mean it's never going to happen. Didn't, didn't they get into UEFA though by winning the FA Cup? Yeah, you wait for cup, yeah, but there's no yeah. money in the UEFA Cup. It's, it, there's, you make a loss unless you get to a final UEFA Cup. Most teams make a loss on it, so it's not a um, a profitable cup to be in. That's more for status and using your squad. So I think you could do that, but it's never going to happen because the elite teams will never let that happen. So we know that's not going to happen. Let's look at the finances. FA Cup winners. You know how much they get for as a prize? As the prize money for the club? What? Have a hazard game. million, half a million. Winning the Premier League, you get thirty-one million. So the FA Cup. You, what do you reckon, Miller? Half a million? Half a million. Harper, any idea? Two mil. 1.8 million FA Cup winners get. How much? 1.8 million. Yeah, well, a million miles. But obviously, you've got to think about TV rights and things like that throughout. So the longer you go on, obviously, obviously the more money you get paid. What? Yeah. So revamping it. Graham, what would you, what you, what would you do to revamp it? Who, uh, what would you do I, to revamp it? I've got no idea how you revamp it. Um, there's, there's more TV channels out there now than we've had at dinners. Um, teams are putting out shit squads in the FA Cup, League Cup. It's all about finishing fourth, how much money you can you can earn. Yeah, go from your memories mm-hmm. in the FA Cup from the nineties as a young boy going down to the cottage. Yeah, in the in the FA Cup, what memories did you have of that? Oh, how my best far? One, Miller. The best one was it was around about 97, 98. Me and my dad went to Villa Park away. We beat Ast- we was a second division club then. We beat Aston Villa two 0 away from home. It was probably the best, one of the best games I've been to. Um, I think it was Simon Morgan and Stevie A would scored, and we got through to the next round and played at Man United at Old Trafford. And I think we lost for 1 0. So uh, I think that was the year Man United won the double or the treble. Um, for us, we're in the second division club. Um, we've done the Kevin Keegan then. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. Especially my dad, like he's 75 now, he's like in his 50s then. To see my dad running up and down um, Villa Park. Celebrating because he's been sporting Fulham since he was the 60s, since he came over from the Republic of Ireland, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. You, pitch him, mate, and that's the grab? love of the FA Cup, you know. We were second division, mate. So, sorry, say again. Did you pitch invasion? Did you? Did a pitch invasion when you beat Villa, did you? I think my dad tried to, but the stewards. Um... Was he a streaker? Was he? <laughs> no, was, um, we, we took, no, we took a good crowd there, mate. I think it was. I, I haven't got Google in front of me, but it was around about 97, 98. It was a fantastic memory. I'll never forget it. Unless I get Alzheimer's or dementia, I'll never forget that, mate. The thing that we all miss now, that's the, the song. So the Anfield rap. I mean, what, what's happened to those songs? They were fantastic. Who remembers the, if the, if the Liverpool Wimbledon FA Cup night? There's 88, so we're going a bit back. The Anfield rap. I mean, that is legendary. Would you like to see that back? I would, yeah. I would Charity-based, I'd like to see it. Mm. Yeah. And it, it shows the bond in the squads. But then again, the 90s players that we spoke to, they've all said with the foreign influence and squad members, that bond, that team togetherness, when they used to go out on the Monday, Tuesday clubs or whatever, that's all gone from the squad. People like, it's a job. They turn up, do the training and go. So can you bring that bond and team 
camaraderie into a studio doing a song together. Now, I can't see it myself, but I'd love to see it. Yeah. I, I agree, 100% agree with Adam there. Um, I, like you said, like this day and age now, it's all about your public image. Mm. So people like, I know, top earners, ain't, they ain't going to be wanting to sing some fucking silly song for the FA Cup final. I just, I, I agree with Adam. I can't, I can't see it ever happening again. Um, yeah, but could you, could you imagine the music now, though? It'd be, it'd be pure grime. <laughs> it'd be, there wouldn't be none of this. Come on, your reds. Come on, your reds. Don't lose your bottle and use your reds. All that. It'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guns, gun, bold. Yeah, stab vest, all this stuff. It'd be stupid now. But I, I want to go back to the, I want to go back to the times when it was Hoddle and Waddle who actually thought they could sing and was on top of the pops. Oh, and that's diamond lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just sing it, Graham. I can't. No, I yeah. just remember the song title. I can't, Wait, we were only babies then. I remember the song title. Yeah. I can't sing it. I remember the mullets. That's oh, what I hit You do the waddle bit. I'll do the oddle bit. <laughs> we haven't got long enough hair, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but, yeah, but no, Paul's right. Sorry. Um, you say that. I mean, human nature hasn't changed. I suppose attitudes have changed, haven't they? Why would that yeah. diet, it's like Miller said, it was for charity. Even Dave's joking about being a grime song. Yeah, okay, maybe it would be. But why Why not? If it's for charity, for a good cause, yeah, I think we should bring it back. You know, that's one part of the revamp, I suppose. But, you know, I don't Well, know. let's do that. Okay, so we're bringing things back. So the FA Cup, we want to see FA Cup songs. We want to see full coverage on the day before and it have its own weekend. The Champions League plays for the winning uh, winning mm-hmm. team and bigger prize money. So we're doing a good job now of building this revamp. Neutral grounds, Paul, on the semis. Neutral grounds. I'm gonna. This is. We'll we'll chart this to the FA, right? We'll we'll get a call started. <laughs> we'll send this all to the FA and see if they listen to us. Uh, moving on, then. Let's go to sensational goals. I'm surprised Harper and Miller haven't even spoken about this. This, the one of the best goals in the FA Cup history. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to steal their thunder because they both keep the R fans. But I won't say it in the FA Cup. I think I in, there, in that, that actual period. That in that actual period. Right. So let's, let's period. Let's I was so in, in the West. I was in the West Paddock. Obviously against Barnsley, old Trev. Great goal, to be fair. Harper, it's yeah. CPR Barnsley. It's the FA Cup fourth round. It's the 25th of January, 1997. Hit me up. What are we seeing? Well, my dad used to be a steward there for many of years, so he used to sneak me in through the old back gate. He's, uh, his old mate Norman used to let me in. Bang, he used to be in there. I couldn't sit down at first. So I had to wait till everyone was seated. before. So any spare seats, well, there always was. I remember it like, anyway, there was a spare seat, sat down in the West Paddock. Uh, I can't even remember the minute of the game, if I'm honest, which is quite bad. But like I said, I was literally in line with it. Ball gets played over, bang, goal. Like you said, probably one of the best goals the FA Cup's ever seen. Do you remember who crossed the ball for him? Not off the top of my head, no. Do you know, obviously you must know. Yeah, David Bardsley. Bardsley, right, right, yeah. And yeah, well, another great right back, really. Like QPR had, we had a great, we had some great players. So unfortunately, we just had to. Well, we were Sell selling. Club. Selling. Yeah. Yeah, we was a selling club in, in the nineties. Like I said, we had some great players, like England players as well. Not even just good players. We had England like players. Quality England quality. We had Seaman, yeah. Paul Parker, Darren Peacock. Who? It's definitely the best, the best overhead kick I can. Uh, I mean, you've had the Rooney one in the Premier League, but that, nowhere near as as that. Yeah, come on, man, you're not going to allow it. No, I'm just using it in terms of overhead kicks. Yeah, like Adam said, off his shin, mate. 
I've got to say, I've got to say, I'm no QPR fan whatsoever, like I'm not. But that Trevor Sinclair goal, I've heard, I've listened to podcasts like you, Paul, and some of the other lads, and apparently he tried that in training a lot, Trevor Sinclair, and it never come off. And so the way he done it, oh, you could watch that a hundred times, you'll never get bored of it. You know, whether it's QPR, whether it's in the FA Cup against Barnsley, whoever it's against, that's a world-class goal. It's a fantastic goal. Right, well, let's go on to uh, something else that the FA Cup's missing. Fashion. So uh, let's oh. set the scene. Liverpool nil. Uh, so Liverpool versus Man United in the FA Cup final in the 96. Liverpool rock up. I'll go to, to uh, uh, Miller for this one. What are they wearing? So talk to me about what they're wearing. White Armani suit, I believe. Is that saying that would you wear that? With a red and cream tie. Yeah. Ledge. <laughs> yes, Miller would wear it. Miller wear it now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it just wouldn't look good in the size of it. On the go compare of it. Let's look all that controversial goals. Controversial moments in the FA Cup. And this doesn't include Arsenal again. Um, what game am I picking out, Holland? Any idea? The most controversial goal in FA Cup history. No, but I'm sure as the minute you mention it, it'll piss me off. Go on. Arsenal 2, Sheffield United 1, FA Cup fifth round. Thrown in, no, Carlo chased it after. It was supposed to be sportsmanship. It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. after it. I thought you were referring to final. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, Carlo's first game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Overmark yeah, goes on and scores a goal, doesn't give the ball back, unsporting behaviour, which is a, 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 a whole thing of Wenger. That was generally followed by his career with that, that squad. But um, yeah. So Sheffield United have a player down. Ray Parler throws the ball in um, back to Sheffield United, but Carlo chased it. Got the ball off the player, crossed it to Mark Overbars, who put it in the back of the net, and it was chaos. Um, and what they should have done is said, all right, you know, Carlo's new to the Premier League, into English football, give you the ball to kick off and we'll let you walk it in the back of the net. But they didn't, and they went on to win 2-1. Do you remember that, Grant Holland? Yeah, I remember it now you've mentioned it. It's not something that sticks in my mind, but yeah, I do I do remember bits of it. Well, they were talking about, after the game, they were talking about replaying the fixture. I think that was... I think that they was did, Dave. Didn't they actually replay it off the pitch? Yeah. Yeah, 10 days later, it got replayed. And then then you won 2-1. I was going to say, do you remember the the little... There was a moment when they used to have fan zone uh, commentary, which you you could put on. And the one that springs to mind is is, is Arsenal-Chelsea. When Ray Parler hits that screamer... And they go... You know what's going to be? What's the line, Miller? Go. Only Ray Parler. It's only Ray Parler. You know, a couple of comedians doing a commentary that would be quite, you know, something in that instead of the old stuff, the run of the mill stuff you get now. Yeah. Are we adding yeah, that to our yeah. list? Are we adding number six fan zone back? Is that what we're saying? Definitely. Definitely. The, yeah, the so number, you know, imagine me doing the commentary, that would be spot on. Graham goes back <laughs> to the old days and I just rattle on crap. Right, van zone back. <laughs> it's on the list. It's, it's made the list. So the I'm number go- one thing, Paul, the number yeah. one thing that I think the FA fucked up on should say, is when they changed Wembley, they never kept 
the stairs to get the trophy. Mm. If they've tried to redo it in a new Wembley, they should have kept the original as it was. That's one thing I will bring back, watching so them walk up to go and get the yeah. trophy that way. So the way they do it now, they go through the fans, they go back up through the change room or where the burger stalls are and all that to come back yeah. up and come into the stadium. Watching them go up and the anticipation waiting, that was everything, yeah. It was iconic. It, it, it's gone now. If there's too many corporate banging in front of them, you can't even see them. So we're saying another thing under this is Wembley Stairs. Reintroduce the Wembley yeah. Stairs. Yeah. The, the Can original. I just add as well? Can I just add as well? Miller's, oh, that's a great point. Do you remember as well, Adam, um, the uh, the actual walkout to Wembley? It's like a walkout yeah. from the other Brilliant. side of the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah. The long the walk. You remember the manager with the players flag. following behind them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're bang on, mm. mate. So we're going long walk and stairs. We're adding that to our list. Uh, again, it's involved Liverpool, but the Crystal Palace four, Liverpool three. Do you remember any of that in the uh, 1990 FA Cup? Oh, so blimey, when was, that, was that 99? Was that 1990? 1990, yeah. Oh, it was, God. Uh, oh. Vaguely, I vague, remember. I remember Jeff Thomas playing for Crystal Palace. Mate, that was 1990. My first ever game was, um, oh, bloody England Cameroon, one half. So I, I remember seeing it. I've seen it since. I don't remember it live. Like I said, the first game I ever remember was 92. But I do remember that game being on ITV, I think. Yeah. Um, listeners might um, say different. I think I remember it being vaguely on ITV. Yeah, and apparently it was a cracker, wasn't it? I think, think he was playing for Palace as well. Uh, the What's his name? He used to be Newcastle man. Done a little dive on the touchline. Yeah. Pardew. Yeah, I think Pardew scored as well. Yeah, that was supposed it, to be a cracker, it, wasn't it? Yeah, 4-3, yeah. They, and they got to Man... Sorry, Paul. Um, didn't they play Man United in the final? And then he went to replay, didn't it? 99 yeah. Cup final. Yeah, yeah, from memory. Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah. We had it was so Crystal Palace, they lost 9-0 earlier in the season to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back and watched the highlights because it was one I remember it very loosely years ago. Um, and I was looking at some of the greatest semi-finals. Not I went and checked about a 20-minute highlight pack. It and I put a little segment in at the beginning of the show to go over the goals, and it's bloody it's just brilliant. Mm. It, it's one of the best, it's what it's again, it's one of the big upsets. It was a really big upset at the time. Uh, it was just back and forth. And then Palace hit the bar in the last minute. It went to extra time. And then Alan and Pardew scored the uh, the winning goal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any other semi-finals? I'm not going to say the United one because we've all gone over that a million times. But is there any other semi-finals anyone can remember? I think it's got to be mentioned, Paul. Let's be fair. I mean, you mentioned that one. I mean, I think we were slightly too young. and We've all got vivid memories of it. Um, the Chesterville one, we all remember. But I, I think, um, don't, don't quote me on it, I think that was on Sky. But the Man United um, Arsenal one, I know we've covered it a lot, but it's it's got to be mentioned, isn't it? It's got to be one of the best FA Cup final, uh, FA Cup semi-finals ever. It's a neutral ground. It had controversy, it had sending offs, it had great goals. Whether the viewers like it or not, it's got, you've got to talk about it. It's nineties. It's it's one of the best. It's you know, like a Cheshire cat right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the thing. It's between Dave and Paul, isn't it? You know, it's the gigs thing again. It's the it's the Vieira giving the ball away. It's the Burkamp miss. It's the Anelka deflected goal. You know, like a lot of love. It had everything. The game had everything, Paul. Let's be fair. You can't not talk about it, can you? Come on. I, I, sorry, let me just jump in, Paul, quickly. I think we should ban the word gigs from our podcast from now on. <laughs> it's an absolute scumbag. Don't even. I'm not even putting allegedly because it is. So I don't think we should talk about him anymore. It's not allowed. But yeah, let's talk about that game now. We'll do it for, for now. We'll do it for the last game. Seeing as the FA Cup. Go on, Paul. Agreed. The game was unreal. Uh, it was brilliant for, for you, obviously. But, but yeah, as as just a neutral, yeah, that's what you want. Not for, not for fans, but yeah. 
I mean, I've, I've watched it so many. I've got it, I've got it on VHS. I've now transferred it to DVD because it is like the. You've best. not got YouTube, no? Yeah, but you. I can't. You can't watch the whole game on YouTube, and it's not the original, is it? It's, it, 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 Most it, men it, watch porn, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Most men watch porn, not fucking gig scoring's winner in the semi-finals, mate. Beating your meat over his hairy chest. <laughs> There's quite a few. I mean, it's such a rich history. We're just covering a very small period, but it's such a rich history. Um, everyone outside of England, I think, still value it massively as an FA Cup because it, although other places can watch the, the league now, the FA Cup still is... I think the FA Cup's more revered outside of England than it is in England now. But for, for mm. fans, definitely. We're so spoiled. We watch what we want when we watch. I think a lot of other countries that, that name the FA Cup the oldest trophy in, in, in club football... It still reminisces abroad. People still watch that game, so I think it, it, it's definitely got a place in people's hearts. I don't think it's going to go from strength to strength anymore. But we've got a list that we've put together. I'll make sure I've got this right. So we're revamping it, and we're going with our top points. Are we want FA Cup final songs back? We want full coverage on its own set weekend with no other football coinciding. A Champions League place, more money for the cup winners with a Champions League position. We want fans home back and a reconfiguration of the stadium to bring in the Wembley stairs and the walking coming from across the pitch. Are we all agreed? Yeah, and the semi-finals at a neutral ground. And the semi-finals at a neutral ground. And then we've got the FA Cup back. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sounds like that. When are we marching up there? Next, well, Saturday, isn't it? Next Saturday is the FA Cup final, isn't it? Leicester, right? This will be their fifth FA Cup final and they've never won it. 1969. We went mad about Flampole, which we felt was a liberty, but it's sort of justified when this guy's no, coming no, in and doing bits. No, that's not, um, no, it's not justified. There's no there's no reason why Lampard wouldn't have been in exactly the same situation as they are now. There's no there's no, no difference. How do you, what do you mean? How do you know Lampard wouldn't have got where they are now? What? So the other guys had time was, for the for the team, for the for the new signings to actually bed in. He's yeah. coming, don't get me wrong, he's coming and tidied up the, the back line. Yeah, he's done that as, as a is he not, so has he not improved them? Has he not improved them since he's been there? You don't, you know, I know everyone's friends with certain people and they can't yeah. say stuff, <laughs> but you know, I'm keeping it real. He's improved them, yes, Dave. No, results no. don't lie. Of course, yeah, he's got into two cup, he's got into two cup finals. Yeah, so, so so getting rid of Lampard seems justified, no? It's justified because of where they are in yeah. the yeah, exactly. and and the. I didn't um, agree with it at the time, I have to say that. I didn't think he should have had the time, but it's hard to say it was the wrong thing to do now, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. But what Paul said, who's saying that the the Frank Lampards couldn't have turned it around? Uh, yeah, oh, no, you no, can say about any good. manager, though. You can say about any manager. He's going on a bad run. It's not like he, he, they were fifteenth in the league and he's come in. They were they were still in, in contention with top four at the time. They were still in the Champions League, still in the FA Cup. He weren't out, out of any of them competitions. They sacked him when he had an average. It wasn't even a bad run. So I don't, I can't buy into this. Oh, he's coming and changed it around. No, he, Lampard never got the chance. 
the players that he's brought uh, he brought in a, it takes six months to get them in seven eight months to get players into a situation where they're playing all right here we go here we go i like this now now it's time to flip it i'm with dave on this one it's time to flip it but okay. especially with right. the current situation hang on, hang on. let's flip it go on do you think if um tt never come in two could never come in do you think in heart of hearts right that chelsea would now be in the champions league final Chelsea being the FA Cup final and Chelsea being the top four. Yes. No. Under Lampard. No, no, you do? no. Yes. No, I'm with Dave. I yeah, I'm with Dave. No, I do not think one for one second they would be. Chelsea beat? You can't be proved. You can't be proved. You can't be proved. It's the if, Chelsea what, maybe. They beat City on the weekend, right? It's irrelevant. They, no, it's not relevant. They've gone for a Champions well, League. How is it? How is it? Well, well, this, I thought this was a 90s podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah sorry. Yeah, he's right. It's not. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Here. I don't know what's going on. I thought, what happened to the 90s podcast? You're one for stats, etc. Have a look at Frank Lampard's five, last five, six results. He got sacked based on them. TT came in and improved them. They're in now in two cup finals. That's what I see. I, I, I can't answer how the, the team played for Frank Lampard, etc. I, I don't know, Paul. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a football manager. I can only go with what I see. Dave, you brought it up. What do you think? Well, I totally agree with you. If they would be out of everything, and they wouldn't be in the top four now. That's the fact. That's the way they were heading. They made the change, and the change has been good, which justifies the sacking. It didn't justify it at the time it was out of order, but now you look at it, it looks like a good move. Simples. Now, let's go back to the FA Cup. Well, going back 20 years to 2001, <laughs> the, FA Cup, the FA Cup final was held in Wales, and Michael Owen, this... Mm. Deserves a little mention. Right, uh, yeah, let, let, let me stop you there. Where were we when that happened? Tell the, tell the listeners. Do you not remember? We were in no. Benidorm. Me and Clint were in that bar, that James and Jeffries, wherever you go. And uh, Oh, John and Joseph. Yeah, me and Clint were the only Arsenal fans in there with all Liverpool fans. And they were, they were buying us beers after because they, 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 I turned it around in the last 10 minutes. Okay, guys, let's stop it there. Thank you everyone for listening. Unfortunately, this week's episode, we had a bit of a malfunction during our quiz. So there's no quiz on this episode. Please get in contact with the show for any questions or any topics you would like covered. You can find us on our Instagram account. You can tweet us or email us at thephoenix5show at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and we'll speak next week. Podcast Network.